Kira Torkelson. Hello. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Dude, you blew my mind. So, if anybody doesn't know, um, she was a part of the Fort Hood shooting 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep, 2009. And she made it. And you have all that trauma, all that craziness. You have to deal with wounds. You were wounded during the whole thing. And you decided to go away from the VA. Yes. How is that for you? As, as a matter of let me just pre- preface this. She's here with the Mind, Body, Spirit program. She's running the joint. And that's super exciting. And I really geek out on this stuff. And I talk about it all the time. But... Let's expand on this. Mm-hmm. How did you get into it? How did you like, oh, yeah, okay, I want to do this? So after I got out of the Army, I got was medically retired in 2013. So they did give me a favor there. Mm-hmm. And they had me on nine different medications. They had me on, I had chronic daily headaches. I had PTSD with everything that comes along with it, depression, yeah. irritability, anxiety, sleep issues. They had me on Ambien. They had me on headache medication that could cause migraines. Yeah. None of it was working. Yeah. I was miserable. And then all the side effects that come with it. When you look at something and it says you could have anal bleeding, like, Jesus. no thank you. Yeah. Not saying I had that, but I mean, that's some of the side effects. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't need that took yeah. us to bleed. Right? We yeah. don't need any of that going nah. on. So the VA did do me a solid and they sent me to a chiropractor mm-hmm. out in the community, which is a nice... Um, that's nice that they're able to do that because a lot of VAs are far away from where we live. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing that. And then they signed me up for biofeedback. And I was doing that. And the woman offered me some essential oils. And I was using them. I put it on my liver because all your anger and resentments are stored in your liver. Really? And, yes. I felt my liver kick like there was a baby. It felt so weird. But the oil she gave me was a blend called Release. And it was helping to release those negative emotions. She failed to tell me not to do that and then hang out with my husband because you're releasing all this stuff. Yeah. I was mean. I was really mean because I'm releasing a lot of stuff, not just from Fort Hood, but I have trauma all the way back to my childhood. A lot of veterans I have found do. Yeah. They join the military because they've been traumatized. Yeah, same. So I just started using it. I mean, I had headaches. She's like, try peppermint. I was like, okay, sweet. Put peppermint on my temples, the headache goes away. I don't need to reach for a Percocet or an Oxy. Yeah. And it was just little by little I could try and reach for a plant instead of a pill, and I was able to crowd all those out, and I've been off medication for over six years now. Hell yeah. Yeah. So. I need to see. I need to start doing that. Like the only things, I don't I don't know if I take a, I, I take fish oil in the morning mm-hmm. and... Uh, what else? Anything? I take Epsom salt baths. Yeah. But I work out a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, coming from 300 pounds down to 245 now in the past year, I'm like super stoked, but I'm always in pain. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take any VA medicines. Um, as a matter of fact, VA did me a solid and sent me out to a chiropractor. I'm going tomorrow. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. I, they did x rays yesterday. But we'll see what's wrong with me. But mm-hmm. I. Yeah, I didn't know that all your stress is stored in your liver. Mm-hmm. What if you got a fucked up liver? I don't even drink, so that's a plus. Yeah. I do dip tobacco, and that's my vice. Yeah. That's really bad. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, if that's your only one, you're doing good. For well, now. I mean, you can kick it eventually. Eventually, uh-huh. I enjoy it too much now. Yeah. It's frowned upon. Put a tea bag in. Ugh. That's what they Some say. green tea. Yeah, there you go. Some. I love tea. They look. Ricky, yeah, Ricky from American Shaman gave me some hemp tea. That shit smells like oh, weed. Does it? You're like, what is Yeah, this? my whole house is smelling like that herbal <laughs> essence. And I'm like, dang. It doesn't get you high, but yeah, it's just. No ooh. psychoactive in that. But that's another component of all this, too. That's the miracle drug, CBD, mm-hmm. cannabis, um, all this stuff, just trying to get you off the medication. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, that's what we were given to heal our body. If you believe in God, you believe in whatever you believe in, the earth gave us these plants to heal our body. They didn't give us friggin' aspirin. They didn't give us Percocet. Yeah. And a lot of those medications were formed from plants. Aspirin was made from wintergreen, and then they figured out how to chemically produce it, and now it's just a bunch of chemicals. Really? So. Penicillin? It's a Mm -hmm. mushroom. Yeah. Ooh, lion's mane. That is a good one. That is a good one. Good nootropic. It's really good right now with um, COVID, too. Really? Mm-hmm. I've been to, oh, I do take zinc and vitamin D at the yin-yang. Uh, super, or uh, vitamin B is also really good mood support and good for your energy as well. Really? Mm-hmm. I take CBD Go. I think that has some in there. I don't know. I don't know. I have either. no idea. But I would, yeah, just going out in nature and big and plant. I wish I could just tap into my ancestry and just like, hey, I know what that is. Right, intuitively. Yeah, and like, oh, this can fix a toothache or uh-huh. this can do anything. Hell, even even opiates are a plant. Yeah. Well, they were at one point. That's how it started out, and then they chemically produced it. Oh, shit, man. And now mm-hmm. we're all having anal bleeding. Right. God, this sucks. Yeah. So I don't... I, Get back so, to the basics. Um, I just talked about this on the last podcast, too. They're now genetic testing is $300 a pop. It's pretty good. It's it's not expensive at all. And I think the VA should foot that bill. It, there are some medicines that work for some people for sure, but they're, we get just lined in there like cattle and, hey, take this for this long and don't kill yourself while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. It could cause that. It could cause your ass to bleed and kill yourself. Right. Like, what? A lot of those SRIs do that, though. They have suicide. Suicide is the symptom. And then we wonder why we have so many veterans possibly or killing themselves. You know, I think the statistic right now is 20 veterans a day. And my goal is to bring awareness to PTSD and that getting help for your PTSD doesn't make you weak. No. Right? I mean, a lot of people, it's kind of ingrained into you, even in basic training, like, Oh, sick call ranger if you go to sick call. But really, getting help for your PTSD for any mental issue is going to make you way stronger in the long run. And the alternative is what? Suicide? Uh, Social isolation? Being miserable? Being numb constantly? Like, that's no way to live our life. No, if you don't go out and be active and, like, commit to fixing yourself or recognizing the shit... My PTSD is very much I'm recluse. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to anybody. And if I never answer my phone, just, hey, Jay, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. I, that's bad. Yeah. And if I'm, if I'm stuck back here and just, I don't want to talk to anybody. No, nah, no bueno. Mm-hmm. And I get into those spots sometimes. I'm just super isolated. Mm-hmm. and I, But I know if I don't ride my bike, if I don't do yoga, if I don't get out and do something, I'm going to lose my shit. Yes. You yeah. got to. 
You do. And it's not always easy. You know, doing things this way, is a, it, it is a lot harder than just taking a pill and having... You know, your mood boosted, but what is that? What else comes with those? You know, those, those uh, Zoloft and Xanax. There's the side effects almost aren't oh worth it. Oh my God. Issues in the bedroom. Like, how are you going to enjoy life if you're having issues in the bedroom? That's not fun. That is the most famous thing, like, guys say, yeah, my dick don't work. Right. And it does. I mean, this for yeah. affects her. Mm-hmm. They had me on that. It turned me into a zombie and it. This lightning that shot through my body. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, I wanted to kill myself. I wanted to kill myself to stop the lightning. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just, that withdrawals. And it's, I think that's like the main problem out of all this shit is the VA just feeding us pills. And it is a pill society now. Just take mm-hmm. it and it'll fix it. But they no. want it, Everyone wants a quick fix. But we're in it for the long run. And if you can start implementing these things where you reach for a plant instead of a pill, and then you're going to yoga or you're doing yoga in your living room, you're meditating, which meditation doesn't have to be this state of, um, you know, where you're just, people think you're levitating. The Dalai Lama even said he rarely got to a place like that. It's quieting your mind, and when your mind starts to wander, you grab it back and you pull it back to being quiet. And every time you do that, that's a repetition, and that's what helps reduce the size of your amygdala. And that's what's going to help in the long run. Scientifically proven, that's the only thing to reduce the size of your amygdala. Oh, my God. I need to reduce mine. Because (laughs) mine is, my brain does not shut up. It is always creating something. mm -hmm. I mean, just that. And it's just practice, you know, doing it here and there, getting out in nature, going for walks. Yeah. You know, doing these things to quiet your mind and build your body up nutritionally with healthy foods, Mm -hmm. healthy vitamins sunlight like let's just keep it keep it natural get use what the earth gave us to take care of our bodies what's that stuff you let me drink today ningxia red it's wolf berries that's gangster right it's got cherries and plum juice man it was so good it's so good it's just full of antioxidants it just replenishes your body it just makes you feel good (coughs) what um What's, like, the best thing to start off with? Just, like, getting a regular, um, I guess, schedule? Like, just start doing yoga, start off slow, because I know it can kick your ass pretty quickly. Yeah. So I like I like to use the add-in, crowd-out method, because you can, just like a diet, you know, you're like, all right, I'm getting all the sugar out of my house, and then all you can think about is that you want a marshmallow. Yeah. Like, we don't want to do that. We don't want to overwhelm ourselves. So it's like adding in something like, okay, I'm going to do yoga once a week, twice a week. I'm going to go on a walk once a day, even a five-minute walk, brisk walk, walk fast. There's so many different things you can do. Add in an oil. It'd be like, I'm going to use peppermint. I'm going to use it for my headaches. I'm going to smell it to help stimulate my mind instead of reaching for an energy drink or a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, just adding in and seeing if you can crowd out those bad things to where you don't need them anywhere and you realize how much better you feel by using these other other options. I have this body wash at home and it's it's from a natural source and it's a big huge bottle and it's peppermint in there. Yeah. Oh my god. Look, this stuff is crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. And you feel cold when you get out of the right? shower. Your everything is on fire, but it's a good fire. Yeah. 
I saw a meme that said something about makes your butthole feel like it smoked a Newport. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it absolutely does. Oh, yeah, the Jennies are on fire. You're freaking out. Oh, God. But you're clean, and I don't know if you have headaches afterwards. I can't recall. I guess it's working. Yeah. Good for inflammation I, well, in your tea body. tree, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know tea tree really helps with like dandruff or it's a great antibacterial. Yes. I have beard drift sometimes. Mm-hmm. You just throw some tea tree right. on there and some coconut oil mm-hmm. and scrub it. It works. Yeah. Or, you know, really, the only time I ever use sugar is in a sugar scrub. I make it my own. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. We love sugar scrubs. It's the shit. Mm-hmm. And people, man, if my buddies hear me, they're going to hear me. Fuck you guys. I don't <laughs> care. I'm taking care of number one. Right? It works. Who else is going to scrub you down with sugar? Nobody. <laughs> you got to do it. <laughs> and it's so hard. God. You got to do yoga so you can stretch and get your own back. <laughs> yeah. See? It's a <laughs> win-win situation. What's your favorite yoga pose? Everybody's got their own favorite. Ah. <sighs> What's the one you're like, yes, this is coming? I mean, child's pose. Or yeah. Shavasana. I'm all into resting pose. Like, come on. I'm going to lay here. I, okay. I like the gorilla one where you put your hands under your feet. Oh, Wait, okay. Yeah, yeah. You put your hands under your feet and try to stand up straight. Uh-huh. That's pretty dope. And the one where you're laying on your back and you keep your left leg forward and throw your right one over. Oh, yeah. Stretch out that low back. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah, anything on the floor is dope. Mm -hmm. Well, this this warrior one, two, three, (laughs) I mean, it's cool and all, but fuck, it hurts. Right? I'm going to stand here for five minutes. I like to do booty yoga. It's B-U-T-I. Beauty. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's really more upbeat, and it's releasing static energy in your body, and it's got loud music and high energy, and it just feels it. good. Yeah. I love it. I love that stuff. You mm-hmm. got to sweat it out. Yeah. If you ain't sweating, you ain't getting that shit out of yeah. you. Yeah. They call it sweat with intention. That's good. Oh, I like it. I want to get that tattooed on my do arm. It. <laughs> yeah. You ain't going to see me twerk. Oh, you're going to come. You're coming to booty. It's going to be fun. Look, I ain't twerking for nobody. <laughs> we call it static shake. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're going to hear a bunch of static. That's it. <laughs> Mic drop. Oh, man. I'm so embarrassed to dance in front of people. That is one of my worst fears. Really? Oh, my God. Do you do yoga classes? No, I do it in my oh, fucking you do house. It at home? Hell, yeah. I'm just, me and Sarah Beth are just connected on YouTube, and that's <laughs> about it. Well, with this Operation Mind, Body, Spirit, you'll be coming to my yoga classes. I got to. I guess this is the job description. Yeah. Shit. It's a requirement. Oh, my God. I'm going to come pick you up myself if you don't show up. Look, I'll be here. I'm here at 7 every morning. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I sit right here on this other side of this table, and I, I literally just do the red lights or just turn them all off, listen to some 432 hertz. Mm-hmm. Oh, and just stretch it out. That's awesome. That's good. That's a good way to start your day. Well, I ride well, I ride 15 miles on the bike before I come to work. That's, I get up at 5 every morning. Jeez. Yeah. That's a good schedule, though. Yeah. I'm, I don't feel like my day's wasted when I go to mm-hmm. sleep. Oh, man. Right? You're out. Yeah. You I spent need, all the energy. I need a new bed, though. Mm-hmm. Every, I think everybody does. I think everybody should be issued a $5,000 bed. <laughs> the like, VA, can we sign up for that? How I do we wish. sign up for that? Why not? I mean, sleep is super important. It is. You spend most of your time on it, right? Half what of is, your life. What is good essential oils for sleep? So I really like to do lavender and cedar wood. Cedarwood helps um, reprogram your mm-hmm. subconscious. 
So it's super good if you have trauma stored in. You know, we when we're exposed to trauma, it's stored in every cell in your body. Yeah. It's stored there for later, even if you've forgotten about it. There's a really great book called The Body Keeps Score, and it talks about if you don't process trauma, it'll come out in different ways. Autoimmune disorder, eczema, it's going to come out. Lupus, like all these different ways. It'll find its way out, and you'll be like, where did this come from? But it's unprocessed trauma that you repressed. You can repress it and not even know it happened to you. But your body knows. Oh, my God. I feel like such a shithead now. Because I don't release any. I do podcast, and I verbally do this. Yeah. Everyone I mean, it's a release, but I mean, riding the bike, I guess, maybe. But I don't consciously try to fix specific Mm -hmm. things. I don't consciously go back to Iraq in my mind and try to fix specific things. Like, I know that shit is in the past. Mm Mm-hmm. I compartmentalize it. Yeah. And it's locked away. I don't fuck with it. But it's not like it's, I, I don't, it doesn't feel like it ever comes up That's in a negative it. context. Yeah. Well, maybe you already processed it. We already process it in different ways. But I feel like a lot of times veterans will compartmentalize. We turn off our emotions when we're doing those things. And you turn off the bad emotions. You can't turn off just the bad emotions. You turn off everything. And then that's why we have so many veterans coming back and they're numb. They can't connect to their wives or their husbands. They can't connect with their kids. They have a hard time having relationships. Or they have that issue, but they can put on the mask. They can put on the happy face. You think you're connecting great with them. They can't even connect with themselves because they've turned it off for so long. And they have to learn how to turn it back on connect down deep with themselves, which mm-hmm. is what I'm hoping to do with the Mind, Body, Spirit program and connecting veterans back with themselves and then the community around them. And their and their loved ones. That would be cool. Yes. Like a couples thing. Yes. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Man, I think, you know what? I've, I've, when you were saying that, I just, it clicked. The Army, even in now, has ruined every relationship I've ever had. Right? Fuck. It's made me like, it's made, I'm not like, I'm not mean, but I shut off instantly sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I don't want to argue. I'm not going to argue. Uh, Well, and then they feel like you're not fighting for them or you're not, you know, you don't got skin in the game or you're not, it can be hard. Fuck. (laughs) I don't want to go to therapy. Right. I don't trust them. Yeah. I feel like therapists are like, they're putting all their bullshit off on you. Mm. But I'm sure there's some great ones out there, but oh, I don't I'm know. I'm sure. But I need, just need to do this oil work. Yeah, right? Go deep into yourself and figure it out yourself. It's we scary have it all, in there. Right? Dude, we were talking about like doing hallucinogenics earlier, and I said I was ready, but I don't know. Now I think about it. <laughs> You're am like, I? wait, is there deep stuff in there? Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah. I know there is. There is. Oh, God, and I don't want that shit to come out when I'm in a different realm. <laughs> right? That's terrifying. But maybe it can come out. You can see it. You can process it. You can, And then maybe you can leave it there. 
I'm trying right. to go to Oregon into the woods <laughs> yeah. and just hang out. We're not trying get... to go to Oregon right now, though. It's kind of crazy there. Well, in the woods? Oh, yeah, the woods, right? The mountains. Get a nice yeah. fresh spring. Yeah, I'm going to have to, uh, what's that app called? You can rent somebody's house. Oh, Airbnb. Yeah, I need an Airbnb somewhere. I want a tree house, though. Oh. Right? Oh, shit, that's a good point. Uh-huh. I always have to wear a parachute. <laughs> Yeah, I remember this story. You're three feet off the ground. Oh like yeah, I had my parachute on. I I remember this story when I was a kid. Uh, my mom was telling me about the dangers of LSD, and my stepdad. He's a, I mean, he's full blown hippie doing all the LSD at, at, <laughs> all the time, and uh, she was telling me the dangers. And this guy climbed this this water tower and jumped off. Thought he could fly. Oh my gosh. It worked. Like it scared me enough to not do LSD as. A young teenager, but when I got older, I did it. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, I understood, mom. Yeah. But I don't know. I kind of want to do it again now that I have my own mentality kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I'm scared of that stuff. I think it's so cool because they have those places and what Peru, all these different places where you can go and it is, you have a shaman, like you have someone to walk you through it. Like, how yeah. cool is that with the ayahuasca? But they got bot flies down there. <laughs> I don't want to go there then. But there's, we can find some place that's good, right? What is that? There's got to be somewhere here yeah. in Kansas City. I don't want to do there's ayahuasca. Here. <laughs> I don't want to do ayahuasca in Kansas City. It seems dirty. It seems like you need to be in like a hut. But then I also would like a functioning toilet because I hear you purge all the traumas. Ooh. They're coming up either way. They're coming mm. out and they're coming out. Yeah, I want to be like on a wooden floor with <laughs> right? a, a mop guy <laughs> someone oh, else and then i want to wake up and no one tell me what what happened like but that part they're like yeah you purged and you're good to go goodbye yeah. at least you don't have a bloody asshole <laughs> right <laughs> oh my god oh man I, so i bet you if you get on that spirit level you can learn more about oils and plants mm-hmm. i'm sure you could yeah or mushrooms or anything like psilocybin anything like that yeah. well i mean and that there is a um speaking of monkeys there the theory of how man became to be is a bunch of chimpanzees ate some mushrooms and got enlightened oh yeah yeah i never heard that virgin i, I hope that's true right. I, I hope some monkeys way back ate some mushrooms got blowed out of their mind <laughs> And then this is us today. They started to decriminalize it. Isn't it weird that they outlawed cannabis? They outlawed a plant. Because of racism. That dude was racist as shit. It wasn't even just racism, too. It was the the textile industry, yes, right? that the too. Paper. Yeah. What was his name? Hearst? Something like that. I can't remember off the top William of my head. William Hearst? It's ridiculous. But, I mean, they did it so they could make money with the cotton industry mm-hmm. and all these other... I mean, hemp, cannabis, the whole plant has so many benefits for textiles to, I mean, they're doing everything with it. Mm-hmm. And then even mushrooms, they decrimin- or they criminalized it. Now they're starting to decriminalize it. They've decriminalized cannabis. I mean, here in Missouri, we have medical. Yeah. I live in Kansas, so we're far off there. But Well, there's this group here in Kansas called the Kansas Cannabis something institute and our business association well they lobby to try to get this shit passed in kansas and fingers crossed that they can pull it off they're yeah. a non-profit but they're having a hard time too but it 
What do you think it still is? Do you think it's a money thing? Do you think it's a religion thing? Do you think it's all politics thing? They want to get reelected? Or do you think Kansas is really still that conservative? I think people have, society as a whole, I feel like a lot of people have been programmed to think that if you smoke weed, you're going to be this lazy piece of junk sitting on the couch eating Doritos. Yeah. Right? That's how they've programmed people to say that this is what it is. They don't think that there's any benefits to it. And they just don't understand. Yeah. I think it's a lack of understanding. Yeah. Lack of education, I think, uh, is a big component of fear. Yes. And, and scared people with power really screw it up for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's everything that's pumping through our economy into our world right now is fear. Fast food and fear mm-hmm. and Oreos and <laughs> sugar. Right? Yeah. But that's just good. Now, now, that is a drug straight up. Sugar is. Sh- bad. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's that's my drug of choice, and I'm far away from it. And I but I can access it anytime I want yeah. to. Yeah, it doles down this third eye too. Your your pineal gland. Mm-hmm. And the oils help oxygenate oxygenate it. Frankincense oil. Oh man. Oxygenate your penal penal gland, your pituitary glands. It's just powerful. And it's nice to take that power into your own hands for your own body and not have to worry about someone else. What's the one you can't live without? Probably, gosh. You know, I mean, living for, living for. It's hard because I was like, you know, frankincense really is. It's so versatile. Mm -hmm. So it'd probably be that one. But my favorite smell is the Valor, the one I put on your wrist. It's so good. And it gives me such a feeling of calm mm-hmm. and that's just my perfume that's just what i wear now yeah because the perfumes out there are causing cancer no telling what's in them shit right Man. fragrance is an umbrella term for them to put any chemicals they want in there oh my god they're putting cyanide in our fragrance oh, you don't even know right? i don't and i know it's named El Du toilet or whatever <laughs> right it's shit yeah oh man everything's cancerous man it really is Oh, God. This freaks me out. I just got freaked out by the last podcast because everybody's going to be homeless now. Oh, is, is that what that was? Well, I mean, a lot of it's going to happen because they can't pay their rent. COVID mm. screwed everything up. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's going to get cancer. Well, every, well, I mean, it's a huge cause of problems today. It really is. Well, and then it just goes right back in. It's a money pit. They're creating this. They're creating cancer so that they can give you this drug that's not actually going to heal you. Yeah. You're going to have to keep taking it so they can keep Big Pharma. Don't get me started on Big Pharma. Let's it's a get money started. Pit, right? It is a money pit. It's a piece of shit. Yeah, that's they, all they do is they don't create cures. They create... Cancer. Well, yeah, and they create um, consumers. Yeah, for sure. If they created a cure, then they wouldn't be getting more money. How, how does that business profit for them? Well, is this all this stuff they're talking about for COVID? Is it they're never going to come up with a cure, huh? I'm not taking that vaccine. I'm not. Yeah, that chloroquine or whatever, the hydroxychloroquine. I remember they were trying to make us take it in Iraq for Mm -hmm. malaria. No. These guys were going crazy that were taking it, losing their fucking minds. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. they were, oh, that thousand-foot stare where they just wanted to kill everything. I'm like, I'm not taking that shit. <laughs> not touching it. Yeah. 
That scared me. Yeah. Well, uh, and then everyone's just in a race right now to come out with the vaccine so mm-hmm. they can make the money. Yeah. So Bill Gates over here, that dude. Mm-mm. He couldn't even keep Microsoft from having viruses. How's he going to cure us <laughs> of a virus? Right? Clever. <laughs> I, I don't... I live in a world now that I... When I get into that conspiracy realm and stuff, but I mean, it's not really a conspiracy. Everything's coming to light and everything. And the CIA con- made that term conspiracy. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. made it to make everyone to yeah. make us look like crazy motherfuckers. Yeah. I think I don't think everything is a conspiracy, and I do love conspiracy theories for even for the, just the the mental exercise of yeah. it. Yeah. But a lot of this stuff, especially with health is coming to light in the internet, man. I know it's a crazy wild, wild west on there, but it connects us all, and we actually do get to speak. And that's one thing I don't think they really planned for. Mm-hmm. That's when all the censorship's coming into play right now. Darknet. We got to go dark. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, we're going to wire this whole building and get all these computers and have them all on dark web. Yeah. Screw I'm going to tell Google. Andy... Andy, make sure you program my computer. Oh, yeah, he is a nerd. Yeah, he just took a computer for me. He's going to, like, fix it up. He's really good at that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Nice dude. Uh-huh. Super nice. He's awesome. I'm, I've got to I've got to find out my favorite fragrance, oil fragrance. Yeah. I, dude, I like taking, um, like, Epsom salt baths a lot. Mm-hmm. Infuse oils into it. Help that pain in your body. Copaiba, amazing. Has the same... Chemical constitutes as CBD, the mm-hmm. beta carolithylene. It's even more powerful. And put a couple drops in your Epsom salt, take the inflammation right out of your body. Oh, my God. And it's amazing. I put it on my dog, too. Really? <laughs> he loves it. Oh, shit. What can you give to your pets? Like, every, all of it is good to go? I think a lot of them. I think dogs can handle it a lot more. Cats are a little bit more sensitive, especially to the... To the phenol oils, like the menthols, the peppermints, the tree oils, like pine and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you got to be careful with birds. I mean, there's a lot of research you can do, but th- there's people that put essential oils in their fish tanks. You know, essential oil is essentially just the blood of a plant. Yeah, but fish never come in contact with that stuff. There's plants all over in the... Lakes and ocean. Yeah. Seaweed. Okay. Is I, there seaweed extract? <laughs> I Is, have not found that one. You got it. You're the one to find out. Right. Huh? Well, I mean, we eat seaweed when we eat sushi. Sushi, yeah. Well, I guess it's okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be smelling like seaweed, though. It don't smell that bad. It smells pretty good. Yeah. It tastes delicious. There's different types of seaweed. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I just man. was down in Florida and Boca, Boca Raton. Yeah. And their seaweed there was like almost felt like a Christmas tree reef. It wasn't slimy and sticky. It was like more hard and it was different. So there's, yeah, lots of different types of seaweed. What? Oh, I just had, um, oh, essential oils and food. Yes. I infuse essential oils. I like to put basil and salt and then put it on watermelon. So good. I make a mean Italian tortellini soup mm. with a blend of like oregano, yeah, um, basil, and coriander. I have oils on my fridge for cooking, 
use dill and a nice veggie pizza, like a cold veggie pizza, or you can put dill on your wrist to help with sugar cravings. Really? Yes. I want to have to get some dill. The possibilities are endless with oils. Like I could sit here all day and just tell you and tell you and tell you about stuff. And I learned from other people being like, hey, I got a sugar addiction. I'm like, cool, let's look it up. Let's figure it out. And now I know that dill helps. And it just, so I love when people come to me and they're like, hey, I have issues. And they tell me their issues and we get to figure it out. And then I see them use an oil and they dance out of a house when they wobbled in there before because they have plantar fasciitis and they can't even walk. And then they put the oil on their skin and dance out like to see it that quickly too it's incredible oh my god it feels it just feels good like i just like to help people yeah that's, that's all i want you're to do. a you're a natural born healer yeah what was your mos in the army 42 alpha no human, clue. human resources oh shit you're hr i'm a p- pencil pusher oh man uh-huh. in a combat stress unit oh shit so, so you saw it so well, then they had me like Driving trucks and PMCSing the vehicles, and they were going to send me to bus driver school because everyone else is a doc or a combat specialist. Yeah. And they're like, well, Bono can do it, which is my last name at the time. Yeah. And then, yeah. But my military career got cut short with that shooting. You yeah. know, that was going to be my first deployment. I had only been in the military three years. Yeah. I was going to be a lifer. After that, I was going to go active duty. I was going to get stationed in Germany with my husband. Or bring him along with me. Yeah. So. That asshole. Right? Came and shot me because he's... Religion. <laughs> right? Who well, knows? That's a, that's a whole other episode, too. I, I'm not a fan of it. I'm a fan of the earth. Right? I wouldn't even say it was his religion. It was his radical views and wanting to belong. And obviously, he felt like he didn't belong into the military, so he reached out to Anwar al-Laki, and they're like, yeah, you want to... You want to kill some people? How the sure. fuck do you do that in the army right? and not get caught? They knew, though. They knew. That's the thing. And, like, what were they waiting for? Did the command know? So I'm not for sure exactly. I'd have, I would I knew all this, but like I said, it's been yeah. a while. But each of his places knew, and then they would push him off to the next place. They wouldn't put it in his... Uh, um, OER, what are the officers? Yeah. Is it OER? OER? Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't put it in there because they didn't want to be um, offensive. They didn't want to say anything to, I don't uh, offend anyone. Everyone's so scared to offend people. Everyone wants to be politically correct. But then we have people dying because they don't want to speak up and just say something. It's the same with our friends that are suicidal and we're like, oh, we don't want to say anything. Yeah, like, yeah. are you, do you want to kill yourself? Like you have to flat yeah. out ask that question to people, especially if they're suicidal. Yeah. That brings it to the front of their mind. And that's just, I think you're trained as a veteran too, just to say no, because you know, you'll get locked up exactly. into L3 or whatever. Yeah. And that's why people don't get help for their mental health issues. And then that's why we have 20 veterans committing suicide a day. Plus, they're eating like shit. Plus, they have mm-hmm. no community. Plus, they're not exercising. They're not. They're the community's a big part of yeah. it because you're in a wolf pack, and then like mm-hmm. you're ripped. Yeah, and it's thrown out. And then also, I mean, they use 
exercise almost as a punishment, like basic yeah, training, you know? Yeah. And then you're like, I don't want to do push-ups. Or, yeah. or people go opposite, and they want to do a lot, and they want to, that's all they do. Yeah. And then that turns not to be an outlet. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about it like that. Right? I hate push-ups. I do <laughs> them, but I hate them. Yeah. Oof. I always maxed out my push-ups. I was just never good at the sit-ups. I suck at sit-ups, too. Yeah, it's hard. I've got a scar on my back where I had surgery when I was a kid, and it's right where you sit up. Oh. And uh, I, it's just right down the middle of my spine, uh-huh. and uh hurts. Mm-hmm. And I had to, like, go through my whole military career saying, no, it's fine, it's cool, we're good, uh-huh. we're good. I'm like, no, this shit is not fine. Right. But I got it in 98, I was a kid, so I don't know. Not, thinking about going back, military, ah, fuck, man. Like, I'm really glad that I did it. It got me out of Mississippi, that shithole of a place. <laughs> and that's the worst place in America. And I'm really, really, really happy about that. I got to see the world a lot. I got to go everywhere. And now I'm landed in Kansas City, which I absolutely love. But the good and bad of it, like, I don't... Your experience is, like, it just ripped from you. Mine was, I fucking hate soldiers. I hate the politics of all this shit. I I hate privates. I want them all to die. I, oh I hate all you children. It sucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when you're a shitty NCO, you need to get out because mm-hmm. you're going to make your kid. But you and your situation, you just got it stolen from you. Yeah. And then they try to fuck you over for a while. Mm-hmm. Damn. Wow. I was in a crappy unit, too, afterwards. So then I finally went to a new unit. I was like, wait, I love the Army again. Like, this is two years into the med board, and they're like, oh, no, you're out of here. And I'm like, wait, I want to stay. Let me stay. And they're like, no, you're out. And I had kids, or I had my son at the time, and I was like, you know what? I can't imagine deploying and leaving him. Yeah. I just don't have it in me. So I was like, okay, I'll take a... And your husband was still in at the time? My husband was actually never in the military. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we got married three months before the shooting happened. Holy shit. You know, like every good soldier does, you was get Was he in Germany when it happened? No, we didn't actually get to go to Germany. Oh, like, okay. that was our plan okay. after the after the after my deployment. We yeah. were going to go to okay. Germany. Yeah, so we got we had a quick wedding like every good soldier does before yeah, deployment. For sure, the courthouse. Yeah, well, we got yeah. married in Vegas. Oh, shit, Typical, even better. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, so he was back in Minnesota. We were living in Minnesota at the time when the shooting happened, and I tried calling him, and my, sol- my sergeant was like, no, you can't say anything. Like, all you can say is I'm okay. So I said, I'm okay, and then he hung up the phone. And my husband was, like, working in the garage, and he's like, okay. And then probably an hour, I don't know how long later, my mom called and he's like, she's like, have you seen the news? There's a shooting at Fort Hood. And Joe's like, well, she said she's okay. So, but yeah, they took my, they took my phone and then I went to the hospital. So I had no way of calling anyone. And I was put into the hallway because I was covered in blood, but I was conscious. You know, I was in shock, but I was able, I was fine. My wounds were very superficial. I got very lucky. Yeah. And... Yeah, it was it was wild. I was released that night, back to duty for two weeks, and then they decided to pull all four of my wisdom teeth, and then they're like, "Actually, we're gonna put you in a warrior transition unit." I was like, "Wait, what? I'm deploying. I've been training. This is fine." It was it was messed up. What the fuck in Fort Hood, man? <laughs> right? 
Fort Hood's ate the fuck up, man. It's, I don't know. It's something else. I think it's uh, MS-13. <laughs> I think they run it down there. It's so wild. Colleen sucks. It does. Oh, my God. Uh, most cities outside of a military base do, though. Yeah, Lawton, Oklahoma, I think is the worst place I've been. Really? Yeah, I haven't sucks. been there. It's good. You don't want <laughs> don't to. Because Oklahoma is nothing there. Right. It's a I've, shithole. I've taught some oil classes for veterans down in Tulsa a couple times. Ooh. Yeah. I've, I've never kicked it in Tulsa. Outside of Tulsa, I have. It's just all the same. Yeah. It's a quick four-hour drive from here, so it's not bad. The I, I don't, the best military base I've ever been on? Mm, probably... Air, all Air Force bases are the shit. Oh, Every yeah. single one of them. Army bases <laughs> suck. Brad, uh, yeah, all of them suck. Air Force, why do they get everything so good? Right? I was thinking about transferring to the Air Force before all that happened, too. I, I was like, smart they, enough. they got it good. Yeah. Yeah, they do. If anybody asks, like any young person asks me now, go Air Force. Mm-hmm. Are you smart enough? Go Air Force. Right? What's your, what, what's not your GT score? What's your SATs? If it's good, go Air Force. Yes. Don't do the army, folks. <laughs> right. It's shitty. Well, and they just keep, I feel like they keep getting, they're, they're raising a bunch of pansies right now, okay? They get to have their cell phones and basic training. They can't hit you. They can barely yell at you. Like, what's going on? I think what you are they need doing? that. I think yeah. you need that. Well, and you bring they up the point. They got to break you down to build you back up. Well, and that's what the exercise, they have to use it as punishment because it is building you up. Yeah. And so, I mean, it makes sense, but... They can't, what, they can only make you do 10 push-ups now and then they have to get down with you? What the fuck? That's what I heard. I bet you those drills aren't have a killer PT score. <laughs> right? They're like, Jesus. I'm going to do push-ups all day. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was, I'm glad I never got on the trail. I'm, I I didn't want to do recruiting or drill sergeant or, or schoolhouse or any of that. I'm so glad I dodged all that I wanted bullshit. to be a drill sergeant, too. Did you? Yeah. I like yelling at people. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, that's fun. <laughs> right? But I don't, I, I don't like people that make excuses for bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that's like all you get, yeah, is bullshit yeah. excuses as a private. Mm-hmm. And then you like, if you're a drill sergeant, you have to deal with the recruiter's bullshit. And then if you're a schoolhouse, you have to deal with the drill sergeant and the school or and the recruiter's bullshit. Right. Like it, uh, they pass you up dog shit. Uh-huh. But their hands are tied too because nobody wants to join anymore. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And I've and I've never and I had this conversation with Mary. I never joined with a I've never served with a lady. So it's really? completely foreign to me. We yeah. were always taught stay away from them. Yeah. They will put you in jail for saying they raped you. You raped them or oh something. Oh my god. Yeah, that's indoctrinated into us. Jeez. Combat guys, oh yeah. The, that female soldier will say you raped her and you're going to go to the brig forever. Jeez. So I was like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm going to go over here with the boys. See, that's the type of stuff too. Like We can't be putting that into people's minds because you're putting that into their mind and then they think, oh, they're already going to accuse me of it, so I'm going to do it anyways. Or then they just avoid them and they miss out on relationships, friendships, like that brother-sisterhood that comes with it. I don't think... Me as a 19-year-old, I don't ever think, I'm just think. there's no way that I could have had a female friend. There's just no, it wouldn't no. have worked. <laughs> it would not have worked. Oh, yeah. I, Thinking I, with the wrong head. Yeah, that when young. you're 19 years yeah. old, fuck yeah, and you're, and you're a combat dude and you're just, your shit don't stink. <laughs> yeah. That's uh-huh. fucking bad written all over it. Oh, yeah. 
they taught us wrong, real wrong. Mm-hmm. To how, and then to come out of that after 13 years. Yeah, with that, a four-hour class on how to, like, get out of the military. They give you all this training to get in, and then they're like, here's your four-hour class to go back to being a civilian. You're like, oh, thanks for that. This one college said, hey, do you want to be a NASCAR mechanic? No. <laughs> I called for fire, you asshole. Are you kidding me? I blew up cities. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know how ACAP is now, but I don't... They don't teach you about... This is one thing that pisses me off about the Army. Real bad. They don't teach you about... uh, Okay, they make you do PT. That is Mm -hmm. health. I guess they teach you about health. But not really. Mm -hmm. It's regimented bullshit. Yeah. They don't teach you how to stretch, really. They don't teach yoga, which I think I've thought about when I was doing yoga. Like when I started doing it, I was like, why the fuck didn't they teach us in the right? army? It's just genius. Yeah. It, it does everything. Mm-hmm. Running is kind of bad for you. Yeah. It's not really good for you. I mean, yes, good cardio, but your knees are dog shit afterwards. Everyone's are too. Um, I mean,. <laughs> When they, in basic training, they got you eating in seven minutes. Like, that's not healthy. Why are we eating this quickly? And then you're feeding you chili dogs. <laughs> I never got a chili. I got a really good chow. Did you? Yeah, healthy re- chow? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's cal- caloric. I, but I burned yeah. I burned 10,000 calories a right. day. So they just pushed as much as possible. I don't understand that. Yeah. I gained weight in basic training. I, I came lost. out just plumped. I was 250, but I was a brick shit house. Yeah. No, I was 250 when I went in, but I was like 210, 205, uh, but I was like... Right? I felt great. Yeah. I miss those days. I know. I would go back to basic training for just like a day to do like the obstacle courses and the range. Oh, yeah. Like just fun. do the fun stuff. Yeah. Like I'd let someone yell at me too. Me. Yeah, I don't mind that anymore. It's not shit right? anymore. Because yeah. I know they ain't going to do... Nothing. No, they'll have to do 10 push-ups with you. Yeah. (laughs) Get your ass down too, bro. I thought about, like, uh, what would I now be like in basic? I'm like, oh, this shit's a breeze. I'd probably be sucking wind or whatever. Right. But, like, the drills aren't yelling at me. I couldn't help but fucking giggle. Like, oh, you're a cute, (laughs) Uh cute stats aren't. Oh. I don't think they mess with the older people as much because they know. There's this one fella. He was a professor. Like, I went in 03, and, like, this professor, he joined. This motherfucker was smart. (laughs) And he was, like, something. I think he was, like, a pilot or something. I think he was doing, like, from green to go, like, he's going to walk or something like that. But he was a specialist when he was in basic. And I'm like, fuck. Uh Oh, golly. I was a dumb private like everybody else. And me and him were the only one that got security clearances. And I'm dumb as shit. He's a professor. He's got a security clearance. And they're, like, looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, why do you have a security clearance? I'm like, I don't fucking know, man. Grid squares? I don't know. (laughs) It was was a – but they – okay, yeah. So even nutrition in the Army, they don't have nutritionists. They They have them somewhere in there. They've got to be, but – when you when you got your cooks or whatever, you would think that'd be a part of it. And yeah. they have all these they have these recipe cards they have to follow to the T. Yeah. And they're all salt. Mm-hmm. All salt. Then they throw in like whole eggs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uncooked chicken. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of shit. Oh, and yeah. and you think and like a lot of guys and nobody ever talks about this like 
80% of dudes that come out, hypertension. Mm-hmm. All the fucking salt. Right. All the... Well, the salt and the MREs, too. Oh like, all the preservatives God. in yeah, there. That's, yeah. I mean, you got to have MREs. Yeah. I understand why they're there, but holy shit, man. You've mm-hmm. got to... I know they say drink water, drink water, drink water, drink water, but I don't think they're saying it because <laughs> they know what they're talking about. Yeah. Just don't pass out. Yeah. I don't know, man. Health is so fucking important, guys. It really is. And it's frustrating that we did all this. You look in hindsight, like, we did all this shit for our country, mm-hmm. and we're paying for it. And now we can just keep doing it for our country and help our fellow brothers and we're sisters. We're doing it the right way. Yeah. We're doing it our way. We're uh-huh. not doing it. By somebody telling us to do it. Yes. We're figuring out our own. We know it works. We talk to people. Mm-hmm. We get out and help our way. Yes. My way is this. Mm-hmm. Your way is fucking blowing people's minds out with oils <laughs> and yoga. And like, no, for real, like it's super important. It is. Health is ridiculously important. And yeah. especially in this time of COVID. Right. If you're, if you're, your whole immune system, all that shit is whacked out. You're going to catch the, the wrong. Yeah. You really will. We got to build our bodies up and build our immune systems up now and keep our bodies healthy. You know, if you think health is expensive, like illness is twice as much. And death is pretty expensive too. Right? And, you're, and your family's going to have to pay for your bullshit decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a really good podcast. I like it. <laughs> it's fun. Well, thank you so much, Fist Bump. Yeah. Look, you can sign the table too. And everybody, uh, hey, as all, I, I mean, I, yeah, fuck, I love y'all. Uh, 